You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate Weekly Bulletin. My name is Clancy Overall, joined by Errol Parker and Effie Bateman. Has anyone heard from Wendell? Yes, he's just arrived in the British Virgin Islands. Uh, He's meeting with our accountants at the Advocate's head office over there. Um, Unfortunately, we are going to have to pay some corporate tax this year. We're going to pay a little bit more on that um, after we got paid the end of May by the Labor Party for writing all of these disparaging articles about the Liberal Party. Yeah, yeah we got paid in, uh, we got $65 million worth of Bitcoin for writing articles. Which is hard to wash. In support of people that wanted some progressive policies in this country at yeah. the last election. Yeah, so anyway. It's well, hard to wash that kind of money. You end up having to pay tax It's impossible it. to wash. Yeah. I mean, we're having to pay tax in our jurisdictions in Pakistan, Ireland, uh, Vanuatu. I used to literally think that washing money was actually physically washing like money. God bless your heart. <laughs> well, you do need to do that too if you're dealing mm. with like cocaine. That's true. Uh, you know, uh, profits from selling drugs because they end up being ends up being so much drug uh, product on the cash in the trap house that just a bootload of cash can be sniffed out by a drug dog. Isn't like a certain right. percentage of American cash has cocaine on it? It's pretty yeah. yeah. Especially the yeah. stuff that's sitting next to the big pile of it. When I used to work in pubs, uh, sometimes after Melbourne Cup, we used to have to wash the money because it was so sticky. Mm. Mm. It's revolting. Interesting. Um, but yes, anyway, we um having to pay a bit of tax, aren't we? Because the left don't know how to We have to do our part, you know, help people pay for things like hospitals, schools, even though, you know, we don't use them. Yeah. Need to pay for all these geriatrics to get a basic standard of age care and not end up on four corners after you're getting flogged with a cake of soap in a fucking dishcloth. Do you think that people who don't have kids should pay taxes? Who don't have kids? <laughs> If you don't have kids, then you shouldn't pay taxes. To educate someone else's kids? But then what if it's the same argument where people are like, oh, if they don't have kids, then our kids are the ones who are going to look after them in their old folk homes. You know, there's yeah, always That's an a argument. bit of an overreach, but yeah, yeah. it'll, it'll but mostly like, be immigrants doing that. But. Who who <laughs> who paid for your hospital visit when you came off your razor scooter two years ago and grazed <laughs> your nipple off on the road? I mean, it was the Australian taxpayer that paid for skin to be taken off your ass cheek and put on your chest. I know. That hurt like fuck. <laughs> anyway, what it's in the, what's in the news Harry this nipples. week, Effie? <laughs> well, starting off and... Help! How do we stop shoplifting? Says supermarket duopoly that replaced staff with computers. Yes, Australian supermarket giants Coles and Woolworths have both revealed to the media this week that their honest business model is currently being plagued by an emerging trend of shoplifting. Across the country, that is, as inflated prices push more and more people to literally steal food in order to survive. Yes, the supermarkets say they are attempting to fight the spike in theft, but have chosen to blame the trend on organised crime. Rather than starving Australians struggling to keep their heads above water in the face of a cost of living crisis that both corporations of this supermarket duopoly have gleefully exploited. But despite this, Coles delivered a net profit of $1.09 billion, which was up a paltry 4.8% on last year, off the back of a pandemic that they undeniably benefited from with an unregulated injection of JobKeeper stimulus payments and the ability to fire whomever they wanted and replace with labour hire casuals. 
Both companies say they're investing in a variety of methods to combat this spike in thefts, including the rolling out of smart gates that stop consumers from exiting a store without paying and implementing trolley locks. All of which do not require salaries or insurance and don't have fucking eyeballs like staff do. The staff that usually stop people from shoplifting. Up next in Vote No to Indigenous Voice, says same heroic Aussies that saved our environment and housing market. Opponents of the Indigenous Voice to Parliament have used the official no campaign launch in Parrot to suggest the referendum debate is dividing the community. The campaign launch over in the West comes after WA Liberal leader Libby Metham last week revealed that she would be reversing her position on the Voice to no. Everywhere else except Tasmania, the Liberals are fighting against the referendum and demanding Australians vote no against the proposal to constitutionally recognise Aboriginal people and provide their elders with a room in Parliament House to advise politicians on cultural factors when drafting up programs aimed at fixing disadvantage in the Aboriginal community. Judging by the crowd, though, at the campaign launch, it looks exactly like the same heroic grey-haired Australians that are always the first to step in and help their fellow man. The same demographic that have valiantly protected our natural environment from being destroyed by the accelerated burning of fossil fuels and also protected their fellow Australians' right to affordable housing in a manipulated property bubble. Isn't that always the same? The people who resist change the most are the ones that are nearly dead. Yes, and the ones who benefited from revolutionary infrastructural decisions. Unfortunately, they built a beautiful world for themselves and then shut the door. And up next, ABC Four Corners reveal AFL has a problem with homosexuality and basically anything that's not missionary. Yep, another Monday night, another episode of Four Corners trying to take down another esteemed Australian institution. But the ABC aired an episode of that show centred around the fact that no one, past or present, in the AFL are openly gay or even bisexual, the only major professional sporting code in the world to not have a proud, lavender-scented Paddington and Bowler in the locker rooms. A recent report by the CSIRO has also found that in addition to this, 95% of AFL players, present and past, have only ever made love in the missionary position. Of the 5% that have allegedly dabbled outside of this conservative Victorian style of lovemaking, a vast majority have only ever tried side doggy with their partners. Lights off, of course. Woof, woof. (laughs) And lastly, we're going to finish off with something very highbrow. As a woman who refuses to fart in front of boyfriend, unaware he's heard her give an absolute performance in her sleep. Yes, Batuta Heights woman Addison Donahue reckons her boyfriend has, quote, Never heard her fart in the four years they've been together, but it can be revealed by the advocate that she does quite a lot of one-cheek squeak in her sleep, which would absolutely mortify her if she ever found out the truth. Addison says that maintaining the mystery has been crucial to the success of their healthy sex life, stating she won't even let her boyfriend Harry brush his teeth while she's having a pee. However, according to Harry, Addison has not only farted in front of him plenty of times, but actually delivered some absolute stinkers. He said she must be holding them in all day because once she's asleep, it's like she starts deflating. It's not just one, but a succession of farts. It begins to take on almost a musical quality. An anal orchestra, if you will. Yes. Do you reckon? Who thinks that, thinks that this newspaper is a sleaze sheet, as Andrew Bolt once called it? How long do you have to be going out with someone before you're comfortable and letting them know that you're cutting a colon loaf? <laughs> Did you look that up? No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't truly know someone until you've stared them deep in the eye while they're having a shit. Accidentally, of course. Yes. 
Yes, or if you're both in Thailand and you've been shockingly food poisoned <laughs> and you're taking turns using the only bathroom that you have. In a studio bedsit from Airbnb. In the middle of June when it's stinking hot and you can just feel the heat radiating around you and radiating from within you. I could use a bit of um, E. coli food poisoning. E. coli dysentery coming into summer. Maybe a tapeworm. You could just do what Albo did and go on a Zempic. Get in a car crash <laughs> and go on a Zempic. Yes. <laughs> sure. Hook us up, Albo. And we're not talking about all that cash that you guys are funneling into our pockets via Bitcoin. Uh, we're talking about some Zempic because we want to. We've got to have a summer glow up too, Albo. Anyway, thanks for listening. That's uh, it from us today. Uh, it's a weekly Batuta, and this has gone on far too long. Thank you. Bye. Boyakasha. Bye.